All right, welcome to the What's in the Cup podcast on a rainy, drizzly Friday morning. Morning, Bob. We don't ever do this in the morning. I, I don't know what's wrong with the scheduler, but uh, nine o'clock in the morning on Friday. I guess that means we get out early this afternoon, but uh, we are uh, always excited to be able to talk about Georgia Southwestern and some of the exciting things happening at the university. And uh, like always, very excited to have some special guests with us here today in the president's office. We have uh, Signe Coombs, our development officer for athletics, uh, is with us this morning, along with one of our great student athletes, Yasmin Perez. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to the president's office. Thank you. It's Thank good to be you. here. We are uh, going to be talking uh, a little bit this afternoon or this morning about uh, some of the things that are going on with women's athletics and and the two of you have put together a new program that launched last night the hurricane uh, program which is a the women's athletics initiative at georgia southwestern and uh, we're going to have a chance to talk about that and uh, hopefully talk about women's basketball and how the season is going and uh, get an update on that foot i think uh, you had an injured foot right Okay, two bones. Uh, hopefully they're both healing at the same rate and uh, we're gonna get you back on the court soon. We'll have a chance to talk about that in uh, just a minute. It's, uh, it's a very exciting time with basketball and uh, today we see softball uh, starts on the road down in uh, St. Augustine and then uh, baseball will start next weekend. I think the soccer teams both have games scheduled for Monday. So, uh, man, for athletics, it is all uh, kicking off and getting started. And it's been a long time since we've had a lot of athletic activity on campus. And so that's very exciting. We always get started uh, at the beginning of the show with uh, some information about student engagement, student uh, success, retention and enrollment. And uh, as we wrap up the end of the enrollment period here for spring, we finished our uh, drops for non-attendance and our drops for non-payment. And I'm really, really pleased to be able to announce that our enrollment was up uh, 5% for the spring. So uh, another really good semester. We were up uh, 7% in the fall and uh, 5% in the spring. And so this continues a, a great trend for the university and want to uh, again appreciate everybody who has a role in uh, recruiting the students and supporting the students through advising and uh, making sure they get enrolled in the right classes and and get good grades and come back for their next semester and all of those things but uh, certainly uh, a very good outcome for us and and as we look ahead to summer uh, we last year we changed where students could enroll for spring and summer at the same time if they chose to do so our summer enrollment is trending right now six percent higher than at this time last year so we're we're continuing to see uh, strong growth uh, across every semester uh, last week we uh, announced the eight storm days that will be taking place this summer. I think the first one starts on May the 21st. Uh, last year, we did 46 storm days because of COVID reality. And uh, this year we are hoping that it will only require eight 
days. I think there's going to be two sessions a day, so there'll be 16 overall uh, storm day sessions, and uh, that'll be quite a quite a difference from 46 down to 16. And eventually, someday we may be able to get back down to the uh, four or five that we've that we've done in the past. But uh, we are uh, always glad when we have new students coming to campus, and uh, we can welcome them into the hurricane family. So all good news right now on the uh, enrollment front. And uh, this is the time of year. Uh, Yaz, I don't know what, what how you look at it. You're probably very busy at this time of the year. But I, to me, the start of the spring semester is the, is really slow and not, not a whole lot going. It's cold usually and people are staying in their rooms and, you know, uh, and so this semester seems to go really fast because by the time it gets warm and everybody starts to get outside, you know, we're almost halfway through as opposed to the fall where you come in and there's a whole bunch of excitement. So it's just always kind of a slow start for me. I don't know. I mean, I guess for me as a basketball player, it's quite different. It's, it goes by so fast, like the season, the games, it's just like if you blink, like it's gone. So for me, it's like more exciting. I feel like there's more going on. It definitely goes by faster, but yeah. I'm definitely happier with how this is versus how the winter games are because there's nobody at the winter games nobody's on campus so there's definitely more involvement more excitement in this time of year for me that's right those games over the break Mm -hmm. are quiet yes very (laughs) (laughs) that's tough when you know we don't uh you know i played small college athletics and and if we had 100 people at our football game that was a big deal Mm -hmm. Uh, so you know i understand it you sometimes we play in front of small crowds but man over the break i mean you're talking sometimes it's, it's empty your parents and yeah <laughs> and the people at the scorers table and yeah <laughs> and uh, that's been you know but uh, throughout this covid mm-hmm. uh, environment even watching you know some of the the nba and wnba mm-hmm. games where they're i mean there's nobody there yeah. and you wonder how do you you know how do you get excited it's it's it has to be the team has to come from the bench the energy has to come from like within like it really has to be your team that drives you and we try really hard for when we're on the bench you know make sure we're talking to our teammates make sure even though there's only 20 people in the gym us versus them we're loud we're excited we're not getting bored we're engaged and things like that it's definitely more difficult not having anybody in the fan in the stands and stuff like that not having fans cheer you on but as a team we usually try to like lift each other up and not let it get quiet yeah and it's been fun to see uh, as, the, as students have come back, uh, particularly, you know, when the student athletes came back mm-hmm. to see the other teams yeah. in the gym uh, supporting one another yeah. because, they, uh, you know, there were a couple of games where those that was the only people there. Yeah. And, and that they're definitely a key part of, of winning at GSW, especially the home games. Like they just bring energy. Yeah. They just bring excitement. It's like we want to do good because we want to make them proud and we want them to get loud and things like that. And they just bring like excitement and energy. And we just love having them. Yeah. It's, it's just been a very interesting time for athletics from Little League all the way up to, you know, the professionals and, and uh uh, how we how we use athletics to entertain ourselves uh, and yet we're not really there and so it's been uh, it's been fascinating uh, and I, and I, you know I salute uh, the student athletes who chose to play right uh, you could have chosen to uh, sit out you could have kept your scholarship sat out the season and uh, you could have and uh, you chose to play and so, uh, and not everybody did, but I, I, it's fascinating to me that the choices that people have made. And uh, I heard uh, the other day, um, 
Draymond Green, who plays basketball for the Golden State Warriors, and he's a, been a very outspoken proponent of college athletes and uh, particularly at the highest level, you know, should get paid and uh, a lot of things. And, uh, you know, he's made a comment after the game that you, know, you can't tell me that these student athletes are amateurs because they're out there playing in the middle of a pandemic, making money for their university. And, you know, they, that's not the way it should be. And I, and I thought, well, that's probably, that could be true, I guess, at Michigan State where he played or something. I said, but come down here to GSW and uh, our student athletes are playing and we're not making a whole lot of money at the university on athletics, uh, but yet you choose to play. And, you know, for some of the big time people, they're going to play professional basketball. So it's a way to start a career in your case. That's not going to be the outcome, but yet you still play. And so uh, I find that really interesting. And, you know, how do you, how do you process that as what you're trying to do? Um, well, I feel like basketball is more than just a game. And I feel like if it wasn't for basketball, I probably wouldn't even be in college. So it's been a blessing for me. And even if you look at, the, you know, this COVID, you know, we get the free year. That's even been a blessing because now I can get a master's degree with no student debt. So it's really just a tool that a lot of people use, a lot of athletes use just to get an education. And it's really a blessing whether you go play at the next level or you go overseas or you just find somewhere that fits you or you get jobs. Like you're building character, you're building, you're networking. Like you you make teammates, you make lifelong friends. You, you do a lot with just playing a sport and it, all that usually gets overlooked, but you, you gain a lot more than just a degree. Yeah, I, I couldn't say it better. And Signe, that's, uh, that's exactly the kind of conversation that uh, you're having now mm -hmm. with our student athletes through this new initiative. Tell us about the hurricane. Yeah, hurricane is spelled H-E-R-R-A-C-A-N-E. -E. Um, it's our women's sports initiative. Um, and this really looks to go beyond academic and competitive success um, to focus and assist our, our female student athletes with um, you know their overall growth and development so as Yaz kind of mentioned it's more than just academics it's more than just competing um, we want to help them with their overall growth and development and so that they're set up for success throughout their career here as a hurricane but then also post-graduation. So when they go on to pursue you know, their professional careers, whatever that might look like, that they feel like they have the tools to go succeed in, in whatever field that is for them. So um, we've been really excited um, to finally kick it off and, and looking forward to moving forward and just provide our student athletes with, with these experiences to help them grow while they're here. Um, and then again, to feel like they can go out in the workforce or whatever field they go into and feel like they're set up for success. They feel empowered, they feel confident. Um, you know, they feel like they had the experiences that they did here um, to set them up for success. I, I, you know, I, I, I've said it before. I played college athletics. Uh, Signe, I know you played college athletics, and and it's something you carry with you your whole life. You you get asked about it a lot. You talk about it a lot. Uh, but just like any other internship or extracurricular activity, there's so much to learn from athletics. Not just how to play this sport, but the teamwork, the problem solving, the uh, getting, you know, overcoming adversity, uh, toughness, mental toughness, physical toughness. Uh, those skills are incredibly valuable 
throughout your life. Uh, you know, you're gonna you're gonna uh, fail. You're gonna apply for jobs that you may not get. You're gonna, you know, you, you may get an assignment that you don't uh, pull through on, or or you may try to start a business and it may not succeed. But you learn that you know you don't win every game, right? You don't, you know, you put in the work and you learn the plays and you execute. And sometimes it doesn't go your way. Sometimes it does, and that's great and it's fun. But you also know you got to keep going. And uh, those lessons will never leave you. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's a, a special way to learn. And, uh, and I, I just think this initiative is really going to be a powerful tool to help. Um, when, you, when you think about, you know, we, there's probably over 150 or so um, young women here competing. And uh, what a great group to be able to talk to and, and work with. And so we're very excited about uh, what you guys are doing. How can people uh, get involved if they want to uh, participate? Who, you know, what kind of things can, can people do to, to help push this along? Yeah, so we have um, formed a committee, um, the Hurricane Committee, uh, made up of, of strong, successful women in our community. Um, and really our role models to our female student athletes. And so we're currently working with them and brainstorming ideas. And last night as we launched, um, you know, we continued to brainstorm ideas with our female student athletes to really get their input and their opinions on the, the experiences they would like to have moving forward. Um, and so a couple of the ideas that we've uh, been talking about are networking and mentoring opportunities for our female student athletes. So you know, rallying our, our women's community, you know, women business leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, doctors, um, police officers, um, teachers, coaches, those types of, of careers that our female student athletes are gonna go into um, and bringing them back to empower and engage with our female student athletes is really what we're looking into right now in particular. Um, just give our, give our female student athletes an opportunity to interact, um, seek advice, listen, um, be mentored by these strong, successful women. Um, so again, that they see, they see real life examples in the real world. And as they're getting prepared to graduate and go on into whatever field they desire, that they feel like they, again, they've been mentored, they've been able to network, they have those experiences to set them up for success. Um, so if if there's a strong, successful women business leader that's interested, we are um, really excited to have them back and, and interact with our female student athletes. Um, and then we've also talked about like personal development, professional development, um, and we've already had some people express interest in coming back and talking to them about health and wellness. Um, adequate sleep, what that means as a student athlete, and even after, um, after college. So um, those types of things and just getting the opportunity to come back and, and interact with our female student athletes is really what we're looking for right now. Um, and we're hopeful that moving forward, we'll be able to have, you know, one to two events each semester. Um, and they might look different, you know, one might be a health and wellness, you know, speaker workshop, and then one might be a luncheon where we bring in multiple um, women business leaders to to work with and mentor our female student athletes. So um, we're excited about that and excited to have those alumni, former student athletes, women business leaders back. Yeah, and, you know this community has quite a few to, yes, uh, to draw upon. Yes, and uh, that's a that's a special uh, thing about this community is that uh, we're we're 
big enough to have it have people that have great great experience but small enough that we kind of know where they are and and so uh it's been it's nice to see that committee formed and yeah as you've been uh, a part of this committee and and how did how did this happen? How did you get involved with this? And, and what has been your experience so far with the committee? Uh, well, Coach Payne kind of reached out to me saying like he was reached out to and he kind of told me about it. And when I first heard the idea, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great that, you know, this university wants to give us opportunities that I haven't had before. And it's coming really at a great opportune time because this is when I need to network and I need to resume build and I need all those things that come post-graduation. So once I got the opportunity and I was reached out to, I was like, absolutely, I would love to do this. And I would love to learn from these strong women and just get everything that they're offering. So how, is, how have the committee meetings been? Have you, uh, you been uh, telling them how it's supposed to be or you've been listening? <laughs> no, I've, been, I've been doing a lot of listening. And, but I do think it's important to have a student athlete in the committee because I do bring something that, a different perspective, I would say. And I feel like I've given like some really good input and some really good ideas and things like that. And I feel like I am a good part of the committee to have and things like that. But I've definitely learned a lot from these women, for yeah. sure. I will second that. She has provided really good feedback. So I know she's being humble right now, but um, she's right. She provides, we wanted a student athlete on the committee to be that student athlete voice and speak up for our student athletes. Um, but she has provided really good feedback. Um, she helped shape the, the launch last night. Um, and we think that went off very well. So um, we're excited to have her on board. Um, she's got great opinions great insight good perspective um and so we've been very fortunate to have yes yeah well you know we see we see her play and uh, she's a leader on the court mm -hmm. and i know her team looks to her to be a leader and so we would expect that same kind of behavior uh, off the court as well and uh, one thing we want all of our students to know is that uh there's as you go through life you're always going to be in a position where there might be somebody with more experience there might be somebody a little older than you and you should always be respectful and and uh, and, and appreciative of their input but you should never also be afraid of your experiences and and your thoughts because your age isn't doesn't make an idea good or bad and uh, your ability to communicate with confidence what you're thinking and how you see uh, an issue is is valuable and important and so we don't want any of our students to ever be so intimidated that they that they don't speak up and we want everybody to have that confidence and by having these experiences uh, helps build that and so uh, it's great to hear that you're uh, very active and and involved in the process we're going to talk a little bit more about basketball uh, in a few minutes uh, let me get some updates on some things happening on campus uh, coming up I've said this before <clears throat> but I'm still very excited about opening the new Kane Central building we're gonna have the ribbon cutting on uh, February the 19th uh, it's a Friday during homecoming week and uh, I've been in there a couple times this week the furniture's uh, mostly in and they're putting some of the technology in and it's gonna be really a fantastic building very exciting and uh, can't look, can't wait to show that to everybody. Uh, we're talking, uh, we talked last week a little bit about the budget here in the state. Uh, the governor has uh, put forward a budget with uh, an amendment to the FY21 budget, which is $70 million for higher education that passed from the House last week and it passed out of the Senate this week with no adjustments to his recommendations. So uh, we're hopeful that that will pass out of uh, the full a legislative body uh, early uh, next week and the Board of Regents meets next week and we hope that they will 
address how that will be distributed among the institutions. As soon as we know more, uh, we'll make sure to communicate that across the campus. But obviously, uh, after taking a 14% cut coming into this budget year, uh, any money that can be put back in will be important. And that money then becomes a part of our base, which rolls into fiscal year 22, which the governor has already recommended an additional 50 million for higher education. So 120 million new dollars coming into higher education in the state of Georgia over the next two years. And we're hopeful that Georgia Southwestern gets our fair share. There's always some debate as to what a fair share is, but that's uh, not for the podcast today. Um, I do want to congratulate all of our folks over in nursing. Uh, Dr. Daniel and and Dr. Paula Bryant uh, led uh, the efforts to complete their CCNE uh, accreditation site visit. Uh, Dr. Daniel uh, sent me a note Uh, after it was over and said it was the most grueling evaluation she has ever experienced. And uh, for somebody who has uh, the experience that she does leading our College of Nursing and Health Sciences, that's uh, a pretty scary statement. But I can, uh, while it's not official and we can't Uh, claim to be fully accredited until they meet uh, sometime in the summer and and maybe into the fall. I can tell you that in the exit interview, they they identified zero uh, deficiencies in our program against the criteria that they use to judge the program. So based on my my knowledge of accreditation visits, if they didn't find any issues that that generally leads to a positive outcome so we're very pleased and very excited to to have that behind us and again we want to congratulate dr bryant and all the faculty uh, along with dr daniel for for leading uh, the institution through that review homecoming week is coming up i saw a note uh, just yesterday they're looking for some masked singers so yes i assume you'll be uh you'll be doing the masked singer competition <laughs> absolutely not no no i uh I, I think on tv the people in the mask actually do the singing mm-hmm. and so i don't know if that's going to be the case here but that would be rough if i did that one. <laughs> uh, so anyway i'd probably skip that but uh homecoming week is coming up lots of activities Uh, Hopefully the weather will be great that week and we'll have a wonderful time. Don't ever forget Valentine's Day coming up next, not this Sunday, next Sunday. Um, I've I've forgotten before and I just am warning you now not to forget. It's a good thing to remember. And uh, so get a head start, find something. Uh, Okay, Yaz, we've got, uh, you guys don't get to play this Saturday. Mm-mm. USCA can have some positive tests in their program, so you don't get to go. But we do have Young Harris scheduled for next Wednesday. So uh, are you going to be ready? Not quite yet? I'm not sure. Probably not, but we'll see because I never take no for an answer. So <laughs> we'll see. Getting closer? Yeah, it is getting cl- Honestly, like ever since I got out the boot, my foot has been feeling amazing. Rehab has been going great. Um, like you really can't convince me that I can't play a full game right now. I'm yeah. being completely honest. So I just, it's just, you know, I know it takes time, but I feel really good. And I feel like the recovery has been great. Yeah. So throughout this season, and obviously it's, we're still only about halfway through, but you have a game scheduled and then now no, you can't go. And then, so, I mean, how do you mentally 
kind of prepare knowing that you may not play and and then I mean when I was a little kid I mean I would go to my room and cry when it would rain and I didn't get to play you know my baseball game or something so there is kind of an emotional letdown when mm-hmm. you don't get to play yeah and, and so that with with all the uncertainty how do you and the team kind of get through this uh, season? Well, before the season, we kind of were aware of how it was going to go. And honestly, we're just blessed to be having a season. So I guess that's kind of how we're looking at it. We're preparing every game as if we're going to play it. And once we hear the news that we can't play, then we move on to the next game. And that's just the mentality, just the next one, next one up, who's up next? Like, just prepare for that one, focus on that. And, you know, sometimes when we don't have a game, you know, it's good because we have more time to prepare for the next game and make sure that it's a win because every game counts now. Because now only four top teams make it to the tournament. So it's just that much more precious to win every single game. Yeah, and uh, I, there's there's some question about some of the teams, mm-hmm. whether they're playing by, you know, the, the sportsmanship that you would like to see as mm-hmm. far as playing when they should. But, you know, it's I just am trying to, you know, as a, as a team, as a, and I should probably ask Coach this, but, you know, do you feel any letdown when the, you know, I mean, how, that next practice when it's like, uh, we were supposed to be playing today and now we got to practice. I mean, how do you kind of get over that? And, and do you work on it and talk about it? Do you? Yeah, we definitely talk about it. Um, for me personally, since I've been out, I'm kind of liking the postponing because that means I'll get to play in the actual game. So I haven't been complaining too much. But as far as the rest of the team, no, they definitely get let down and they definitely, you know, want to play. It's like, hey, we're having practice. We should have been playing today. You know, the fun part of basketball are the games. So obviously there is a little bit of a letdown, but you can't just dwell on that. And coach tries to like take the focus off of like, don't worry about us not playing like next up mentality. So that's what he focuses on mostly. Well, let's hope that we get all these games made up. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we start to get to the point where we don't have these outbreaks uh, among some of our uh, competitors, then you might be playing Mm -hmm. Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday in the last couple weeks of the season just to get some of these games in. So Mm -hmm. it might be uh, get real busy at at the end. Mm -hmm. And uh, and hopefully your foot will be uh, back to uh, 100% and you'll be out there leading our team again and and Signe you you kind of have to deal with this in a whole different way uh coach Coombs our men's basketball coach is married to Signe and and uh so you get this from a spouse's perspective and uh I can imagine that you don't know either right when is he going to be on the road when you know so there's got to be some effect just on on your life that's right yeah um but to echo Yaz we talk a lot about we're just so fortunate to be playing like that we're fortunate to be practicing and together um and i used to coach and used to be in in athletics on a different realm as well so um, i'm familiar with the travel i'm familiar with you know being on the road and and being with team and that type of thing so we understand it and truly the basketball team is our family and so we are 100% 100% behind them. Our four-year-old daughter is like their biggest fan, your biggest fan. Um, so we just, we love it. We love to be in it, um, whether they're playing or not, they're practicing. Sometimes we go to practices and, um, you know, just like to be around the team. Um, and I think they have the same mentality. It's okay. If we're not playing tonight, okay, what's our next step? Um, and just try to keep their head on straight. And, and again, just be fortunate that, Hey, we get to practice, we get to play. Um, 
And I think, you know, as the spring really, really kicks off and really gets going, we're going to be busy in athletics, baseball, yeah. softball, soccer, um, you know, nearly every night we're going to have something going on. So I think that's exciting to look forward to, too. Um, and I will say also last night during our launch, I can't tell you how many times that it was mentioned that this is such a family atmosphere. Um, I think that's a tribute to your leadership and and just the campus environment, but the student athletes really rally around each other. I'm sure that they help each other through, you know, some of this pandemic, really. Um, so I think that's probably helpful for them as well because they understand what they're going through. Yeah, and it's uh, it's been unusual to say mm -hmm. the least to, to watch uh, all this happen. The good news is we're seeing a real decline in uh, cases in our region. We're seeing mm -hmm. declines across the country and uh, obviously uh, the vaccine is starting to get out there. I don't think that uh, our student athletes will be in line to get the vaccine anytime soon, but as cases go down and, and uh, particularly, you know, as, as teams have cases, uh, that eliminates that person from having that, you know, probably won't get it again. And so, uh, so we do think that as we move along, it should get better and we should have fewer games canceled and then it'll all get crammed in at the end. And, and as Yaz mentioned, only the top four teams in the conference make the conference tournament. And right now, both of our teams are in the top four. And so we've got a lot to play for and a lot to, a lot to be excited about. And uh, it's, it's exciting for the, the university to have our teams playing so well and in such good position. So we're, uh, we're gonna keep rooting for you and, and uh, can't wait to see you back on the court. But next Wednesday, at home against young harris that's the plan right now and uh, we certainly hope that that uh, goes off we do have our first soccer games of the year on monday we have two two games both our men and women will play at home on monday as you know willing uh, that the, both teams uh, come and visit us so a lot of a lot of things happening uh, next week and around athletics and we're excited to see it couple other things I wanted to mention. Our Thunder Camp student directors were announced. The uh, Thunder Camp started last year, the extended orientation program. And man, it was a terrific addition to, uh, to freshman orientation and to welcoming students to campus. And I want to congratulate Jamie Fowler, uh, Chavis Dunbar, and Madison Hobby. They have been named the student directors for the 20. 21 uh, Thunder Camp. That'll be an exciting, exciting time and uh, looking forward to their leadership. Um, this week, we've been dealing with some interesting items uh, coming out of the legislature. We, we were asked, not just uh, GSW, but all schools in the state of Georgia. And, and generally, this is happening all across the country. Uh, legislators are asking us to respond to some questions about um, courses that teach uh, privilege or oppression uh, and we have uh, responded to those questions uh, some of them are uh, some of the questions are a little um, worded a little uh, I would say inappropriately and of course we, we answer no when they ask us if we're doing anything wrong um, but it's hard to teach history uh, it's hard to teach sociology or psychology if you don't talk about privilege and oppression and uh, and some of the things that have happened in our country continue to happen in our country and uh, it's a reality that we have these things and so we do talk about them in our classes and we're proud to talk about them because that's how we learn and grow 
and hopefully eliminate these things from our community and from our society. So uh, we answered these questions and I know that uh, all across uh, the faculty here at, this, at the u university and across faculty all across the country. These are intrusive questions and somewhat uncomfortable uh, to answer from time to time, but I think uh, what we want to do is communicate that uh, these, are, these are realities. They are realities in our world, realities that we deal with, realities from our history, and we have to address them, talk about them, and, uh, and find ways to make sure that we don't relive and fall back into some of those horrible uh, things and so uh, so I don't think we have anything to worry about uh, from the questions and uh, I hope that it starts a good conversation about the role of education and uh, what we what we do in our classes because that's uh, really important stuff the last thing I wanted to mention if you uh, if you go to Missouri and I know that Signey you have a connection to Missouri through some of your uh, coaching and and uh, but I just I saw this and I thought I had to mention it. The University of Missouri has announced that employees can bring guns to campus, but they may not fire them. Good to know. And uh, they are not allowed to bring any other weapons or explosives to campus. So I'm trying to figure out exactly why you would bring a gun to campus if you're not allowed to fire it. But... Anyway, I just thought that was interesting because um, the world we live in is a strange and entertaining place from time to time. And um, some things just make you kind of scratch your head and wonder uh, earlier. I don't, yes, I don't know, you, you probably didn't see it, but we hosted the uh, uh, GISA Middle School State Wrestling Tournament. Because of COVID, the wrestlers were allowed to wrestle, but they were not allowed to shake hands before or after the match. Yeah, we're not allowed to shake hands after the games either, yeah. but we play man-to-man, -man, face guard, all game, yeah. Bump into each other, touch <laughs> yeah. each other, mm -hmm. run into each other, take a charge, yes. Absolutely, uh, yes, but, yeah. that's but don't shake the handshake is too far. You're crossing the line yeah, with the handshake. A very dangerous yeah. environment, so. Some of the th some of this uh, some of the rules uh, just kind of make you wonder uh, who's coming up with some of this stuff. But anyway, uh, we will follow the rules and we will show up and we will play uh, anywhere that they'll let us and anytime that uh, we can. And I'm really proud of of uh, your team and uh, the men's team. We have not had to cancel a conference game because of an outbreak. Uh, on our team. We have had no positive tests since we started uh, conference play and uh, we have had no positive tests among all of our athletes since we came back from the uh, holiday break and I think that's a real testament to uh, your efforts, uh, your willingness to follow the rules, wear your masks, stay, uh, stay socially distant um, and, and just be careful. And uh, that, that says a lot about your commitment, not only to your health and to your, uh, your friend's health, but your willingness to do what it takes to play the game and to make that possible. And I think we have, we have a lot to be proud of. Our campus numbers are very low. Uh, we had no faculty or staff out uh, this week because of COVID. And I think our student numbers were less than 10. So um, as a general rule, our campus uh, continues to be a very safe uh, place. 
and people are following the rules. I see a lot of masks uh, out there when I walk around on campus. I do. I will say that I see from time to time when people see me coming, they pull their mask up and uh, put it on, and uh, I, I appreciate that very much. I hope they know I am not the COVID police, but uh, I do appreciate that they know that the, what the rules are, and uh, they do their best to follow them. And I, I got to say, I don't always wear mine when I'm outside, uh, when I'm walking alone. It's uh, I, I kind of take it off sometimes myself. So uh, it's one of those things we have to keep our eye on the, the end goal, and that's to be healthy and safe. And we hope that the vaccine gets to campus very soon and we can get our faculty and staff taken care of. And we know that our students will get taken care of just as soon as possible. And we'll be back here in the fall in a very regular, normal uh, environment ready to go and you're going to come back and play some more basketball right and help us lead the hurricane women's sports initiative at gsw right all right well thank you very much for your work and your effort and your leadership and signy we appreciate you taking on this role and uh, leading this initiative uh, we think it's a, a great addition to the university and a great opportunity for us again to distinguish ourselves as an institution that really really invest in the student experience and making sure that our students leave here with uh, with a with a great preparation for what comes next in their life and so thanks for taking this on we appreciate it very much uh, hope everybody has a great weekend uh, we will be back next week obviously we got a lot going on and uh, got some athletics and we're getting ready for homecoming week so hope everybody has a great weekend and enjoys the cool weather that uh, we got to hope is ending sometime soon because it's about time for spring, isn't it, Bob? All right. Well, thank you, and we'll see you all next week.